Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaught. This is episode 96. Can you believe it? Uh, we're joined by SYP creator Scott. Scott, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, it's a Tuesday. I'm drinking drinking some backcountry brewing here, Trailbreaker Pale Ale. It's really good. Got a grapefruit ale from uh, Whistler Brewing coming up next. Uh, it's it's my Friday for for some of the, some of y'all that don't know. So it's uh, it's a good day. Let's just uh, say it's a good I was I was gonna say uh, you're you're uh, trying to get some local sponsors to uh, you know sponsor the pod possibly. Yeah, we'll get it, we'll get into that more a little bit later. But um, okay, we'll plug some stuff later on. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a backcountry in so long. Dude, they slap. They're really good. You have a favorite? Is that your favorite backcountry? The Trailblazer? Is that the, your? To be honest, I haven't had enough of the backcountry brewing to make a, a proper decision, but. That should be a big. That should be a big eats. Like the next time I'm up there, that should be a big eats. It's just we just go yeah, to backcountry for actually, the day. We should get a pizza, a couple pizzas, yes. get a like a flight of beer. Yes. Big eats. Done. Yes. That sounds. That sounds like a day for me. There you um, go. I and and I'm just gonna go home and sleep peacefully. Play some golf before. Go yeah. Play play, play some golf. golf. Uh, the, what's the um fuck? What's that building next to it that kids really like? The trampoline. What's oh, the airhouse. Airhouse. You go to Airhouse much either? Never. Oh, it's been. I last time I was there was like grade eleven, grade ten maybe. But um, friends or friends and uh, created our logo. The Wilsons, Corey and Eliza. Yeah. Um, both their dad owns the Airhouse. So good Fun friends. Back. Yeah. I haven't been there. I think since my brother worked there. Yeah. He, and he hasn't worked there for five years, maybe. I'm gonna say. Neil's gonna be a paramedic. A good one. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll see. I, he's not a good paramedic now, obviously. Or is he? Who knows? We'll find out. Who knows? Um, all right. Before Let's talk about the past weekend because we both had a busy weekend. Uh, I covered a sporting event in person for yeah, the first time since, since March 2020. Uh, you got to celebrate SYP creator Keith's birthday over the weekend. So was his birthday on Friday or Saturday? So his birthday was on Saturday. He, had, okay. he went to Whistler with some of the fellows on Friday. Mm-hmm. They went to a few places, Elf, Elf Furniture Warehouse, Longhorn Saloon, to name a few. From This is from what I hear from the masses. Elf Furniture is the place to go in Whistler. They're, yeah, not my, bro- my, my brother brags, like he says that's the place to go. Oh, it's the best. There's $6 entrees. Like It's popping in there. It's nuts. But especially now with relaxed COVID restrictions, um, it's unreal and uh they also went to longhorn longhorn saloon overrated from what i this is what i hear i've never been so um, he scott is just the messenger here don't don't don't, don't shoot the messenger yeah no, exactly um but yeah it's anyways it sound, sounded like they had a good time and saturday um saturday was good really good too so i got some of the fellows together we went to norman rudy's a local mm. place in squamish had some had a good gibbons apri lager there they have good beer um that's that's a good beer right there. Had some food. Watched some of the fights there. Some good fights actually. That was the uh, Aldo and Munoz card with uh, Gain and Lewis as the main event. Yeah, so some some good fights there. Some heavyweights going at it. I didn't get to see the fights unfortunately oh. on Saturday night, but I heard it was a great card. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I I saw I was gonna say I saw Keith on Thursday. He came down to Burnaby with Rab. And then we did our big eats at Popeyes, which is now just a couple blocks down near me. Cool. So that's pretty cool. There you go. Um, Good stuff. 
I didn't actually get Keith a gift. I didn't actually buy him anything, but like he hasn't bought me a gift or at least I don't remember him buying me a gift in, in, in the past recently. So like, I guess we're cool. I wasn't going to be there at the birthday. I wasn't going to be there on Friday yeah, or you're, anyway. You're... So it was kind of just nice hanging out and seeing him on Thursday. Yeah. You know, I think the whole, you know, I think the whole thing about gifts and you, again, you get, you got seen Thursday, you, you know, bought him food or whatever, like it all evens out eventually. Right. And that's the thing. I think, I think, you know, now with how things have been recently, um, like, it's just great to see people. And I think that's gift enough. Like to honestly, to me, I just love, you know, to be around people and just to see, just be, you know, like, like what happened on Saturday. That was great. Really fun. I had a lot of fun organizing that. And we had about 10 or 12 of us at No Rudy's. And then a few of us went to the goat and mm. I had to go home early because of work. Um, but after I left, supposedly the place was popping the goats, not bad. No, it's, that's a bad, that's a bad take. I, I've heard it's go- you, you've been when it's shitty. It, I've been I, once and it was shit. I will and, say, and and I've heard from people that they go to shit. It is, but when there's a lot of people there, and I will say, on Saturday night, there were a lot of people there, and it was basically a 2018 high school grad reunion. No, it's not our job. Oh, well, whatever. It, it was nice seeing a bunch of people that I hadn't seen in a long time, and with COVID and everything, it was good. Uh, um, my, I was gonna say, my brother complains that he has to pay to play pool there. Just give him pool sticks. What are we doing yeah. here? We're just trying to, you know, just trying yeah. to take all the money, I guess. Whatever. Not the point. I guess not the point. But it did, I will say, it did for the sake, I work at a golf course. I mean, you know, I work at a golf course. And for the sake of the course, it did rain Saturday night. It, there were some pretty wicked thunderstorms Saturday night. Yeah. Home. So good for the golf course. Good for forest fires in the interior. Um, hopefully everyone's doing safe in the interior and the fires aren't as bad. They're still shitty, but hopefully they're not as bad. Um, uh, I, I was going to say, I haven't heard much of uh, fires or uh, smoke or anything like that. So, uh, because I live in the city and it doesn't apply to me. So I am not impacted by any of this. That's how this works. It's only people who aren't living in the city are impacted. Right. Speaking of smoke, um, the Olympics went, uh, ended on Saturday night, Sunday morning. And no, Olympics- I'm not going to talk about my weekend. That's not important. Well, I was going to ask you about that later, bro. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Let, let, let's let's go with your meh transition into the Olympics and the smoke. I'll, I'll, I'll... Oh, I was well. I was getting to the <laughs> Olympic cauldron was uh, put put out and the smoke was gone. That's that was my joke there. That, but... that, that was a meh transition. That okay. was like a two and you know a half star transition. Let's rewind. Rewind, Ian. How was your weekend, bro? How was your weekend? <laughs> Since you're you're mad at me now, how was your weekend? Tell me about your weekend. Let's come on. You're at, po- you're at Poirier Sport and Recreation Center um, covering... When was, last, when was the last time you were there at Poirier? Oh, it would have been grade 12 playing midget against Coquitlam, who we crushed like 8-1. The, the Coquitlam Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, the Junior Chiefs, yeah. Junior Chiefs, oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, my weekend was good. Uh, pretty much was covering lacrosse all day from 8 a.m. to about 6 p.m., Saw a lot of people I haven't seen in a while. Got to see some new lax players. Got to see some lax players I've met maybe once or twice in the past. Uh, it was a great weekend. It was awesome. Um, I, it was a great weekend for lacrosse. It was a great weekend for the WLA. It was just nice to get back to normal, be in person, see some people. Um, I, I, I just miss being in person and doing that sort of stuff with 
social media, doing some lacrosse work. Um, no, overall, it was a great time and glad we got to do it. Hopefully, we'll uh, get to do something like that again soon, but I yeah, don't hopefully. know for sure. Hopefully. Again, hopefully, the Silver Chips kind of take off and you get to start going to some games in person. And that, that'll be – I think that'll be a lot of fun, too, for you and I guess, or for everyone. It'll be a good time. Yeah, man, good stuff. Yeah, that was uh, that was my weekend in Coquitlam. Uh, my highlights, uh, I got free Chinese food, which was cool. Uh, basically, one of the dudes uh, that I was with for most of the day just out of the blue bought me Chinese. I didn't even realize it, so that was cool. Um, pre- pretty Ferda. Uh, I got a I, I got a free lacrosse ball, which I mean they basically don't care. I just took it. I could get you that. Yeah, well, it's not free. I have to pay whatever five bucks at uh, whatever source they charge for it because of the goddamn markup. No, no, no. I'll get you. For, I'll get it for less. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, but no, that was my weekend in Coquitlam. It was nice cool. to be there. It was great to see people. Can't wait to do more of the in-person stuff again. 100%. Speaking of in-person, the Olympics were in-person, but there were no fans. Yes. Let's talk about the Olympics because that is that is something that did happen. So the yeah, Olympics ended, yeah, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Uh, closing ceremonies were held. Canadian Damien Warner was the closing ceremony flag bearer. Um, Ian, you talked about several Canadian athletes in the last podcast. You actually answered my mailbag question in the emergency mailbag. Um, sorry oh, for sorry for those people who an age question I didn't answer on the podcast. By the way, I was on, on a bit of a time crunch Friday night, Saturday, so. Uh, Scott answered some of your questions on Saturday through DM. So I did, yes, that, that was, I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, Jeff, if you Ian, if you want to go back and look at mine and Jevin's conversation, it's actually pretty good. We had a good chat about some things, but um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll go through that at the end because sure. I, I do have a few questions from someone that is going to remain anonymous. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So the Olympics ended this weekend, and Damian Warner was the flag bearer for the Canadian. Olympic team. Um, Ian, thoughts on Olympics as a whole, Canada's performance, United States performance? Uh, I thought the Olympics were somewhat boring. I think we've, I, I, I think, I don't know how to, I, I can't necessarily blame the Olympics because I think we've noticed in the last, I guess, almost 18 months now that fan, like sports without fans are very tough to pull off. Uh, it wasn't quite the same with the NHL finals in the bubble. It wasn't quite the same with the NBA, you know, in the yeah. bubble. Uh, and as we saw with the, even with golf too, I should bring up like some of the PGA tour events as well last year were really tough to pull off with fans. And especially with the Olympics where there's so much pride and, you know, there's people who are just happy to be there, not necessarily trying to meddle or do well, but just, you know, we're at the Olympics. This is fun. It's supposed to be a cool event and they just didn't have that. There was a bunch of empty seats. So that made it tough. Um, I thought Canada did quite well at the Olympics. 20, I think they got 24 medals, 11 most of all countries, which is quite an astounding performance. It's uh, their best summer Olympic performance ever. I believe. Yeah, because wasn't it a few years ago? Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it a few years ago, maybe in London, where they only had like three or four? And medals four or gold? Medals, I thought it no, was. No, no, they had more. They had, they had more. more? Okay. Oh, yeah. So so it was it was a great performance, I thought, from Canada. Um, obviously the Americans are 
you know, winning every single medal because of the fact that they just, you know, finance more money into every single sport than any other nation. Um, so they were, you know, they were fine. Um, I'm curious to see how the ne- next Olympics go in Paris, hopefully mm-hmm. with normal circumstances with fans. True. Well, and, there's also the next uh, Winter Olympics next next year in Beijing, if you can believe that. Which I don't know how that's going to go. That That's going to be uh, fascinating to see how well, that plays it's out. It's sounding like NHLers are going to be there, which is cool. Sounding like it. But, but we'll what if, I was going to say, what if they aren't there? Yeah, well, they have NHL coaches going, so John Cooper's going. Only if the NHL is going, though. Ah, I didn't, I didn't catch that part. No, but here's the thing. I, I we'll talk about the Winter Olympics quickly. Listen, I, I don't think the Winter Olympics are going to be that great this upcoming year. I think they're going to get poor TV ratings, um, poor fan turnout, especially from international. Like, I don't think it. Yeah. I don't think many people are going to be wanting to travel to China and to Beijing, uh, for the Winter Olympics. And I almost would consider these upcoming Olympics a write-off for wow, that's a for, for 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 TV networks, for sponsors. Yeah. Um, the Winter Olympics typically don't do as well as Summer Olympics, anyways. Sure. So I, I that's why I said earlier, like I, I'm excited to see how Paris goes because I think yeah. these upcoming Olympics are going to be a bit of a write-off. You know, it's. Yeah, I just don't see Beijing as an ideal Winter Olympics destination. I I never even when it was announced, like Beijing had the Summer Games in two thousand eight, and that was really cool. That was a cool event. Yeah, um, and that was when Usain Bolt kind of rose to stardom. Usain Bolt and Michael Phelps. Yeah, true. That's also that's I, have, I have to, I, I'm obligated to throw in the American when I have when I get yes, the opportunity. Of course. of course you are. Um, um, but no, for and again talking about Tokyo again, like the, you're, you're talking about TV ratings. The TV ratings were the lowest of any Olympics in recent memory. Mm-hmm. here in tokyo and-, and 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 i should say that's for north america like I, I don't know what it's like in europe i don't know what the tv rating for like in asia but for nbc and cbc um sportsnet tsn they were bad they were really bad and i don't know i have a couple ideas on how you fix it but i just i, I don't know if it's i, I again i don't think it's going to happen in what is it, 10 months from now when we have the Winter Olympics again? Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen then. It's probably more like mm-hmm. 2024 in Paris. It's also really Olympics. hard when you've got, you know, your primetime events, like the women's soccer gold medal match, was it 5 a.m. Pacific, 8 a.m. Eastern? Yeah, I, I, I didn't see that. Like, I didn't see the women's soccer games. Yeah. Um, like, people are at work at that time or they're waking yeah, up, like, some of them. Exactly. Well, the game was originally scheduled for 7 p.m., uh, 10 Eastern on the night before, which that's prime time for us. But in Japan, that's like the middle of the day. Well, so like, that's why I got switched because it was 11 a.m. Tokyo time. And because Tokyo is basically Miami, it's just so humid that it's almost unbearable to be in those conditions. Right? Oh, it was good. They moved the time to later, which was really good for the players and obviously worked out well. But... I don't know if it made for a better game, but I think that was important that they were at least looking out for player yeah. safety. I will say uh, in Canada, there I think there were I think Sportsnet released that there were four and a half million viewers for that game as it was the most watched moment in the Olympics I believe by in Canada at least more than twenty ten. No, sorry, uh, in this this Olympics. Alone. Oh, this Olympics. Okay, this Olympics alone. Yeah, this Olympics alone, okay. four and a half million viewers for the women's soccer game at five 
a.m. Eastern or Pacific, 8 a.m. Eastern. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think overall these Olympics were probably like a C minus. Uh, I, it, one of the things the Olympics has made me do or made me do during the time mm -hmm. they were on was just remind myself about how incredibly talented the athletes are. Oh, it's unbelievable. Like, I, I, I guess because we haven't, like, we, we haven't really had a lot of sports. We've had some sports over, like, since the start of the pandemic, but it's mostly been limited to, like, hockey and basketball and football. Like, like the major four. The major four. four, at least. And now we got gymnastics, which were insane and really fun to watch. Yeah. The, the water polo, I thought, was really incredible. Um, yeah. Some of the handball was just incredible. Like, swimming never mind the swimming and the actual athletics of it all the fact that a canadian won a decathlon event which is oh that was legendary yeah uh like it just made me remind it just reminded myself how incredibly talented mm -hmm. these athletes are and how i am nowhere close at all physically to competing yeah. with anybody in any of these sports right well again even even with that it's amazing how you know, watching Damian Warner run, like he's running a, like a, he's running a 60, like a mile in like four and a half minutes after yeah. doing all these other events, which to you and I, that seems insane. Like my mile is like six and a half minutes. And that's mine's, mine's like two days. No, you can run more than that. but point, point being is that these guys are just unbelievably fit. And it's so, yeah, like to your point, they're so impressive and that's why the Olympics are so cool. You, you see events that you don't normally see on TV because you never see like a sprint. You never see the sprinting, like the world championship athletics events on TV. You just don't. It's like late at night or it's random times in the day, but. Or it's on stupid networks. Like, yeah, or, exactly. Or like, or like CBC yeah. gem, which I'm not paying money for that. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, I, I, I think overall the Olympics were like a C minus. Yeah, they were okay. Again, hard to blame Japan though because there were no fans, and it's yeah, hard to I, blame. And I'm a bit of a suck. Like I like Japan. I've been there before. I think it's a really cool country. If you get the opportunity to go, do so. You won't regret it. And obviously, just everything was set up to fail and was set up against Japan. And yet, they still I think managed quite well to host these Olympics, get everybody in and out as safely as possible yeah I, I i mean it's unfortunate that it had to be like this because i remember going there in september 2019 and they were doing like renovations to the airport renovations to rail lines renovation like all this infrastructure infrastructure building and spending and it's kind of for nothing it was all for the olympics but now it's kind of gone to waste but well, again, there's a whole, there's a whole aspect of it. Yeah. It's, you know, it was built for the Olympics, but again, the legacy, it lasts like those Tokyo those upgrades at the airport are going to be there for who knows how long. And you even look in the closer to home, look at Vancouver, like the city highway is terrific right now. And some of the, I mean, a, a, I guess a lot of the infrastructure built is still being used. Like the Olympic oval, um, the athletes villages are now like places of residence for people. Right. And then like, it's again, the legacy of the Olympics is, beyond just the olympics it, it goes well past it so but yeah anyways we talked about olympics legacy before but i think it's great and yeah i agree tokyo had a tough time with everything but they made it work and they pulled it off so yeah 
Paralympic start uh, September 24th, or sorry, August 24th, um, and that'll be good to watch. Uh, it'll be on TV, I'm sure, CBC uh, Sports and NBC for our- CBC Gym. CBC Gym, yes. Do you know how many shitty CBC Gym ads I've had to, because I covered the Rugby Sevens all week, and yeah. then watching everything, it, it felt like if you were watching on the internet, like if you were streaming, like I was with sailing, I streamed sailing, and it just seemed you like actually you, watched it. Yeah, I actually watched it. It was actually fun. This guy, unbelievable. It was actually fun. No, I'm okay. I'm not even joking. It was actually cool, except for the CBC gym ad. That's done. that that part sucked. Okay, that's fair. Um, speaking of, I guess we should talk about um the next Olympic host site. Except we'll talk about their soccer team, uh, Paris Saint Germain. Oh. They cool, signed okay. someone. That's a good transition. There. You That's like not that? a bad transition. That's, That's not good. Transition. They signed someone that we all know very well. Um, Paris Saint-Germain. Clint, Clint, Clint Dempsey. Yes, they signed Clint Dempsey to a two-year contract. <laughs> yes, of course. That's who PSG would sign. No, they signed Lionel Messi, who, has, who left Barcelona after 20 years in the program, 17 years with the actual club. Um, Ian, thoughts on this? Does PSG, does PSG actually have money? Like they're spend, aren't they spending a fuck ton on players now between um, um, Mbappe, Neymar. Uh, Neymar? Like, does Paris actually have money or are they just giving equity to the fucking player? Like, I must say, uh, PSG's front three is unbelievably expensive, but damn, they're going to be good. They're going to fill the net. And then they're going to lose in the quarterfinals to some, in the Champions League to some team that actually has, like, a decent defense. Yeah, they'll lose to Bayern because nor is the GOAT. Is that – okay, is that how it is? Okay. Well, I, listen, I think – I mean, I've grown up watching Messi my entire life. I've always thought of him as the best player in the world. Um, I, I – he's – listen, he was kind of, my, in a way, one of my childhood inspirations when I played youth soccer in Lake Stevens, Washington, because uh, he scored goals. He yeah. was an icon. Uh, and he looked good. That was essentially all I knew about soccer and all I needed right. to know about soccer to succeed and do well. So, I thought you'd be a Ronaldo guy, to be honest. No, Ronaldo's not clutch. You see, I've made this argument to my brother before. <laughs> 2016 Euro. 2016 Euro. Yeah, but that team was shit. No, listen, no, no I, I joke. I don't really care. Listen, I'm not passionate enough about soccer to really care. Like, I, I let the like the people who know best actually have these conversations. Uh, but between um, you know being the star forward who scored a bunch of goals like I did in youth soccer, who also rotated as the backup goalie, um, I thought Messi was great because he was a star and I could be the star. I could be the cool guy, the top player. That's why I like Lionel Messi. But uh, yeah. I, I, I have no idea how this impacts PSG. Uh, I, I, I'm, they were good. I'm guessing they're now great. No, they were great. And they're even better now. Oh, so this is like a super team type thing. This is like the Rams yeah. joining the war. I mean, they didn't win Liga 1 uh, this year. Lille, Lille, I think. Yeah. They won the league. Um, PSG was second place, I believe. Um, so, okay. So this is like Golden State losing to LeBron in the finals and then adding uh, Kevin Durant. Sort of, but Lilia doesn't. Lilia doesn't have um, like a LeBron type player. They're just like a solid team, and they have- no. But they look okay. They did. They didn't. Fit, they didn't win their championship. Is what I'm trying to say. They yes. Didn't win, they didn't win their championship, yes. and yes. now they've added Kevin Durant because they're going all in as a big fuck you to everybody in Europe. 
And that's why they wanted, uh, what was that, that, sh- that stupid lead that they wanted to put in uh, a while ago? And oh, the, uh, the Euro Super League or something. Yeah, Super League or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Like, that's why they wanted to do that. With well, that was, no, that was more Barcelona. That was. No, but they signed on to it. PSG did? I'm pretty sure oh, PSG. They backed out quick, though. They were. Yeah, because were... everybody realized how bad this looked on uh, publicity in a, in a, in a, you know. Yeah public relations and, type scene and yeah. so then they're like fuck nope 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 we're actually out we're, yeah we're cool. and real madrid and barcelona stayed in pretty long i think that's what kind of ruptured the relationship between messi and FC they also Bar- have no money I, I do remember uh, uh Corey telling me that they actually had no money right maybe so he anyways, said that yeah. on the, maybe he said that on this podcast too i might have yeah anyways messi to psg and a big transfer signing whatever you want to call it what are your what are your thoughts on the move you have any thoughts honestly i'm with you i don't follow soccer as close i was shocked i was i was thinking messi would retire in a barcelona uniform i was Uh, hoping he would go play for the sounders but hey never know his left left hand went and played for the galaxy so never say never right so i i think i think that's if you're the i mean i know if you're if you're Russell Wilson who owns a part of the Sounders, would you not give up a share or at least some percentage of what you own to get Lionel Messi? Or is there not enough uh, as an MLS team? Messi's probably more valuable than the actual MLS team now that I think about it. No, he he might be more valuable than some teams. Same with like a guy like Ronaldo too. He, he would be way way too valuable, right? So did they mention how much he makes Messi, like, Messi? With, oh. with this new deal? I don't remember the exact number. I think they hadn't fully agreed to it yet, but maybe... uh, I was going to say you can stall if you. Okay. Uh, reports state that Messi has signed a two-year contract with PSG that gives him a forty-one million dollar annual net salary, including bonuses, according to the Sporting News. The Seattle Sounders are valued at only I can spell seven hundred and five million. But Messi's probably made that over his career. At least. He's probably including made, endorsements and everything. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably made more than that. Oh yeah. So anyways, uh Messi uh to Paris. Messi to Paris, yeah. Um there were a huge crowd. Basically, the whole sh- city was shut down for his arrival. They seem to be thrilled. So PSG might be winning a lot next year, but we'll see what happens. Should I bandwagon for PSG? I'm going to Paris in a couple of years. I don't know if I should cement myself as the, you know. I mean, I think Europe- if you European. go, when you, when you go to Paris, I think you should get a PSG jersey. And I would get an Mbappe jersey, but that's just so, me. So, because I, I would probably get a Neymar jersey, like the, out of the three guys, I would probably get, I would think a Messi jersey and then an Mbappe jersey. And then Neymar? Uh, and then Neymar, I think, okay. is who. I don't know who else is on PSG. Well, uh, Sir, uh, Thiago Silva's on PSG. Um, I, yeah. I, I I want to say he's a UFC fighter, but that doesn't sound right. <laughs> he has a name. He has a name for UFC fighter. Uh, Thiago Silva. Oh, who's a goalie? Uh, Navis. Yeah. Donnarumma. Yeah. I might. Yeah. Sergio Ramos, wasn't he playing for Spain in the uh, 2010 World Cup? Ramos? Yes. Yeah, yeah I believe so. Um, 
Anyways, PSG. Yeah, I, I don't recognize any other of these names, so that's yeah, probably PSG's loaded, and they're going to do a lot of damage next year, barring injuries, barring chemistry issues, um, red cards, barring red cards, red red cards as well. Um, yeah, but anyways, yeah, I think when you go to Paris, get a get a PSG jersey, whatever number you choose, so be it. But yeah, maybe I should get a custom McNaughton jersey because that I would look know. great. That would look what? great. What number would you put on? Uh, 15. That was my hockey jersey number. That's right. Yeah, you, you are a 15 guy. I don't know why. I don't know. 15, I think I think I had that. I, that's been my number, I think, since the States, if I remember correctly. I don't okay. know why, but uh, anyways, uh, what what other transitions do you get? You got another good transition that you want to? Um, I was going to say from – I was going to try to tie in France and Cristobal Huey and hockey somehow. But it uh, it didn't. Are we going to talk about the hockey signings? Then do you want to just say we'll talk about the hockey signings? Yeah, let's talk about hockey signings. What? All right. What the hell? All right. So that's what I know best. First of all, let's before we talk about the uh, hockey signings. Uh, Tony Esposito passed away today. I don't know if yeah. he passed away at seventy eight due to pancreatic cancer. Uh, way before great, my time. He was a great goalie in his time. Yeah. Was he ever over four hundred wins with the Blackhawks? Yep. Made them somewhat relevant during like. Are you still the franchise leader? I believe. In wins, the only other guy would be Crawford, wouldn't it? I don't think Crawford had that many. I don't think so either. I no, could pull it up in chat. Like three hundred. Crawford might have like four hundred career, but I don't think he has four hundred or more than more than uh, Tony Esposito. But Chicago Blackhawk a total wins. Um, let's see if I can find this. Uh, you can keep stalling if you like. Um, um, yeah, so I guess we can talk about some signings quickly. Um, I'll talk about my Ducks quickly. The Ducks basically just re-signed all their RFAs because they had, like, 10. So yeah, they- I saw – so so Steele got signed. Max yeah. Jones got signed. Max Jones, uh, Isaac Lundestrom. Lundestrom. Mac Comtois also got signed. Uh, um, yeah, you're, cor- uh, you're correct. Uh, Tony Esposito, 418. Glenn Hall at 276. Glenn Hall was the other one I thought could have been up there. but uh, And Corey Crawford at 260. Uh, Ed- and Ed Belfort at 201. Oh, cool. Eddie Belfort. Uh, are your, ducks- your Ducks aren't going to be that good next year. They're just basically – They're not going to make the playoffs, no. Why, not- why aren't they trading for Eichel, by the way? Like, why don't you trade – like, throw in steel uh, – a couple firsts and some other prospect. I know that the Sabres want Drysdale and uh, or Zegras and clearly they're not getting Drysdale. Or yeah, I know. Clearly, we we've had that conversation. They're not getting him. But like, why don't you just throw a bunch of other prospects in the mix and throw a couple first round picks and uh, call her even? The reason why, and this is this is Bob Murray being maybe being really stubborn, is yeah, that no well, yeah, no shit, but um. Again, th- thinking about just how the team, like the core of the team before, like in between, let's say 2004, or I guess we'll say between 2003 and 2017, like in that 14 year stretch, they missed the playoffs like twice in that whole stretch, went to the cup final twice, won at once. Um, in that stretch, they were, how they were built Obviously, you know, the great goalie in the, in the back end. They had some solid defense, and they had they were really deep down the middle. And I'm just I'm just looking at the prospect pool and what they have now, and that as that team is and how they are, 
it's looking very not like very similar but same but same same but different think of, so hear me out let, let me no, no i'm just i'm just trying to think correctly because i'm an asshole you said they made the finals twice since 2003 yes oh three and oh seven. oh yes oh three sorry i i, I remember in oh seven i forgot about oh three thank you yeah, sorry made oh, yes, as well yes, yes. um anyway so yeah with again with that in mind um the team how they're being built now really strong down the middle some kind of good pieces on the wing some guys that can play center move to the wing I'm thinking a guy like Rob Niedermeyer, uh, Sammy Paulson played wing in back in the day, Andy McDonald even. Um, and the, back on the defense, Drysdale is there. Mahura is going to get better, hopefully. Um, they have a great core fowler, Lindholm Manson, already. I, uh, I like Mahura. I thought he was a good – I remember watching him play for Regina at the yeah. Memorial Cup, and I thought he was pretty – I mean, that was junior and a man top, but, like, I thought he was going to translate. He's going to be a depth or bottom – Four defense guy yeah he's not a top he's, he's probably not your top two but you know if you can rotate him in you know second or third deep pair then you're doing that'll well. be a drysdale and someone else but point like again the whole the whole thing about how bob murray likes to do things is he's gonna take his time with this the the ducks franchising organization know that it's gonna be a rebuild and they need they need to rebuild they need to retool Getzlav's gonna help teach these guys the younger guys come in mctavish zegris drysdale how to play, how to be a pro and kind of like return the favor in a way. And once Zegris gets going down the middle, he, he's, he's a 1C and he'll be a hell of a good one. McTavish will either be on his wing or he'll be a 2C. Um, but man, yeah, I'm excited. The Ducks are going to be really good in a few years, but they got the, their neighbors uh, 45 minutes Northwest are going to be pretty fucking good too. And there's your Anaheim Ducks history corner with SYP creator Scott. You're welcome. Uh, let's talk about a few signings here quickly. Carter Hart signs a three-year, uh, $11.94 million uh, deal with Philadelphia. I like it. I like the deal. He's the Flyers uh, starting goalie for the foreseeable future. I don't know if he I, – I think he might still be an RFA after that deal. No, this uh, was RFA here. This was RFA. Okay. So yes, he's going to be an RFA then uh, at the, or UFA at the end of the deal. End of the deal yeah. uh, Ilya Samsonov uh, signs a one year, $2 million deal with the Capitals. I'm surprised there isn't more term attached to this. This but... is basically a prove himself kind of year because Vanacek's back in Washington. He's in Washington there. So it's going to be a, let's see who's going to be the starter and whoever's a starter is going to make more than the guy that's not. And the guy that's not is going to be gone to whatever team might need a goalie. So. All right. I don't mind that. All right. Uh, Igor Shesterkin, he signs a four year, 22.666, three sixes, which that might be, might be bad luck. Um, million dollar deal with the Rangers. So that's an AAB. Of five point six five, according to Frank Cervelli, the highest AAV and to- total dollars given to an NHL goalie on his second contract. Hmm. Interesting. Um, that kind of not maybe that that total or AAV, but that's kind of what I thought the Caps would do with Samsonov is give him like a three or four year medium term type yeah, deal like a bridge ish kind of contract yeah, yeah. and I, I i get why uh the rangers do that with shesterkin he's probably their goalie of the future but they still have 
quite a number of goalie, you know, prospects, players in their system. So I'm. Yeah, the Rangers are loading up too. Uh, they got Georgia back in there in the waitings as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I like this deal. It's it makes sense for Shesterkin because he was good. He was pretty good this year. Um. He could have gotten Calder votes, I believe. I think he did get Calder. Yeah, he, he got a few Calder votes. He got a few Calder votes. Yeah. So I like it. Uh. You. Yeah. Nothing else to say. He. He'll be there. He'll be their guy for a bit. I would sure. rather, I think, have the Demko signing than the Shusterkin signing, but that's just me. Uh, Vrana, my boy. Uh, Jacob. Yeah. Detroit Red Wings signed Vrana. Five-year deal, right? Three years. Three years, I yeah. Three years. Uh, 15.6 million uh, with the Red Wings. I like him, man. He's a silky player. I actually, it's funny, I have him on my... Uh, initial 19 franchise team he's my second line right winger but so there you go yeah he's he's silky he's fun to watch and he'll be he'll be probably playing with larkin i'm guessing or he'll be the second line he'll be second line probably probably i would think hard to say hard to say he might get some time with bertuzzi yeah um ideally you know you probably want him on the first line with larkin and bertuzzi but he'll yeah. probably time on the second line um right. apparently where he really struggles the most is on his on it's on the power play because he can't use his speed as effectively on the power play um right. Right. so that's apparently the one flaw drawback but i mean he's been an exceptional player uh oh, for the five on five he's elite i yeah. think I think his, his possession stats are elite, I believe. Don't quote me on that. but I think you're right. And yeah. even when he came over to Detroit from Washington at the trade deadline, mm-hmm. he fit in quite well for a team that was struggling and that wasn't yeah. doing that well at the time. And then after the trade deadline, they got him in, got a bit more momentum. He scored a few goals. So I like I like the signing. I think it makes yeah. sense. You'll be a good part, good piece of uh, Detroit's future, hopefully. Uh, and, Pardon me. Any any other signings? Ross Colton. Oh, resigned with Tampa Bay. Resigned with Tampa Bay. Two years, two point two five million. It's a lot for a fourth liner, but all he right. Scored the game winning goal, the Stanley Cup final clinching goal. I guess that makes you, yeah, it makes you some money, yeah. Uh, any any other NHL hockey news you want to? Uh, no, with? honestly, hockey's really quieted down on that front, and um, again, it might pick up here and next month or two depending on there's a big Eichel deal or whatever but yeah hockey's slow uh the women's world championships are going to be starting uh august 20th i believe in calgary mm. uh, in calgary originally they were supposed to be in the maritimes back in the spring hell oh, that's true all right yeah yes and then uh now they're going to be in calgary uh in august right on speaking so of calgary cool. they're supposed to get a new rink they're they're, talk- they're talking about plans for a new rink yeah, they always have talked about plans for new rink, though, aren't they? That's true. That's true. It's, the Saddle Dome is old. It's cool, but it's got to go. Yeah, pretty much. It's got to go. Uh, and it, you have another uh, – what, what, do you have another transition, something else that you want to talk about? Um, yeah, can you send Keith $100? I know. No? No. Is that one of the mailbag questions? No. No, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a mil. Yeah. I'm not saying hundred dollars. Um, Keith also asks why Ian didn't, why you didn't greet him happy birthday, or like you didn't wish him happy birthday. Um, 
I feel like I texted it to him, but I might not have. Um, that was on Saturday because I was kind of busy on Saturday rushing to go cover Lax. Yeah, you, you were busy. Um, happy birthday, Keith. He's 21, right? He would be 21. He turned 21 this year, yeah. Uh, I, I, I saw, we saw at the mall. We chatted uh, about birthday at the mall on Thursday. Um, that That's... Uh, I, here's the thing. I, I wouldn't expect people to say happy birthday to me. Um, it's not really a big deal for myself. Uh, yeah. So that's why I guess I wouldn't say happy birthday. I mean, I'll say happy birthday to like my parents and my brother and Scott, but like that's about, yeah, that's about like ha- like my grandparents as well. It's about right. half a dozen people that I would say happy birthday to that I otherwise otherwise i either i either don't know what when your birthday is yeah or i'm not just i'm just not a big happy birthday guy hey fair man fair enough the other thing the other thing that was disappointing was um last year because i joked about this about last year how he got pretty drunk at norman rudy's for his birthday party yeah and i I wish that he got thrown out of norman rudy's like he got thrown out of his own birthday party i think that would have been so funny you know, I will say it is hard to get thrown out of Norman Rudy's. They're they're pretty lenient about things, and no one does anything stupid enough. No, but that's just it. I wish he would have been like. I wish he like. We should have gave him more. Actually, we should have gave him more alcohol, and then we should have like just asked him about you know. Yeah. Stupid stuff that he. I will say the closest with. that I've known anyone. I'm not gonna name names. I'll keep it anonymous. But someone I knew um, was there, and they're underage. And, Renata. No, it wasn't. No they were getting they were getting getting drinks and they were underage and um at, the, at a point bartender came over and they're like yo like there's cameras here if we you know catch you getting past beer like we'll have to kick you out that was the closest and it was it was a little interesting it was a hairy situation but um it all worked out in the end but yeah they're pretty lenient about they're not too they're really it's a great place to go and drink and have some watch the fights and have fun speaking of harry this this podcast is sponsored by manscape no um that would be a good transition that would be a great transition no i i i again i i haven't i i think the last time i went to norman rudy's was with uh you and armin that's right yeah we did the uh the hot dog we did armin's biggies yeah i wasn't apparently it wasn't very good it's like 1.75 or something 1.5 stars i think the actual review went great the the food was shit Oh, it was fun. It was, it was hilarious. One of the best yes. things you've done. Um, I want. I do want to. Do you have any more? You want to do another mailbag question, or because I, I want to talk about some music and some entertainment sort of sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, we can talk about entertainment. I mean, I was gonna say, can Kanye hurry up and release Donda? Uh no, because I think he enjoys no. just living in the football stadium in in Atlanta. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. He'll he he'll probably like this album won't be done till. I don't know. October. I think it gets released this week, but I guess I'll say that every week until it gets released. I'll say October because I think he wants to watch some Falcons games. Ah, I see. Cause you you, you see have you seen photos of him like actually at like uh, at Atlanta FC or whatever the soccer team is? And I haven't just, seen photos, but I've heard he's in the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It's not the Georgia Dome. Oh, it's the Mercedes-Benz dorms. Yes, and, and he, basically, he's just living there. He, there were photos of him circulating, just standing in the crowd at the soccer game there. I, I think that's why he's staying there. I guess he likes the atmosphere. 
I guess. But, I would, is I, Atlanta FC garbage, though? Or are they okay? I think they're pretty good. There's also a bunch of college football games and, and stuff that will be coming there in the next couple of months. So maybe that's why he's staying. Although I think I would prefer Jackson Hole compared to Atlanta because that's where he's been staying in the past. Is, uh, Wyoming. Well, doesn't he have a ranch in, like, Montana or Wyoming? Wyoming, I think it's Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah, Wyoming, yeah. Yeah. But no, fuck it. I got so much money. I'm just going to pay a million dollars a day to live in this Falcon well, Stadium. Kanye West, he's an icon. He's a genius. No, um, that that's that's what he is. Uh, I want. I have two things I want to talk about music wise with you. Sure, so, great. so first, uh, I was listening uh, to my YouTube music of a playlist, super mix, whatever it's called. Sure. Basically, just a bunch of random songs that they think I would like and they they think I would enjoy listening to. Uh, so when I was driving, uh, Olivia Rodrigo's "Good for You" came on uh, my Good. speakers. And I was listening to it and I thought it's an okay song. It's not great. It's okay. Right. But really, if what, what was her album? Do you want to know what her album was? It good for you? Was that the name of her album? Honestly, dude, you would know better than I would. I, I okay. So pretty much uh, the actual song good for you. I think she would be a star if she released all this stuff in like the early 2000s punk scene, like the Avril, like Avril Lavigne. Um, I'm trying to think of another guy. Um, Kind of a Alanis set a little bit, you know okay. that that type of vibe. That's where I think Olivia Rodrigo is, is hmm. you know, would have been good. Maybe she's trying to bring that back too. Maybe she's trying to. So, so oh, sorry, and sorry to interrupt you. Um, the album is called Sour. Sour, okay. The album with "Good for You" driver's license on it. Um, that's called Sour. Okay. Olivia Rodrigo wouldn't have been able to release in the early 2000s because I think she would have been. No, like, she's like 18 now. Like she's a like high not, school yeah, senior. Yeah. So yeah. For, but, so for, so pretty much that's why I, I think maybe she's trying to revitalize it. Maybe she's trying to bring that back. But I think she's like 15 years too late with this album. The early, I guess maybe the early 2000s are back. Who knows? Are they back? Are we bringing the early 2000s I mean, back? I'll bring, the, I'll bring the early 2000s back. I'll bring some, like, Nickelodeon shows. You know, it's it's funny, actually. Uh, you talk about, like, bringing decades back. My mom, because I got, I got these, are, these sunglasses are, like, fairly new. Yes. Right here, these ones here. And she, she laughed at me. She's like, she's like, nice glasses. I'm like, thanks. And it's like, yeah, I, I had a pair back in the 90s when I was your age. I'm like, perfect. Oh yeah, so I guess the 90s are back. Well, you see, and now, like, I'm bringing, you know, bringing, like, the short shorts uh, back here. Like, you know, the John Stockton, like, yeah, five inch. Like, we're bringing those back as well. So, I mean, I think we should just bring everything. I think we should just go, like, go back in time. Or you're just, just flexing that you can squat three plates and you have massive legs. No, that's not the point of this, okay? The point no. was just to show that I'm wearing short but shorts. But if you had skinny legs, you wouldn't wear short shorts. You would yeah, wear... You would. would you not? Would you not wear short shorts? Like, would you not wear five-inch inseam? Are you saying I have skinny legs? You're you're comparing my legs to your legs? Is that what we're doing here? No, that's weird. We're not going to do that. <laughs> um scott doesn't wear short shorts no i do of course i do who doesn't that's what i'm trying to say Even, i guess you know. you're right yeah my argument just fell, fell apart on me boom. um boom yes ian lays down the law ian is the operator of speak your piece i just help out so uh what were we, ta- were we talking about uh, uh bringing shit back or just the music well you're talking about we we're talking about olivia rodrigo we, we really got sidetracked 
Yeah. And bring in the early 2000s back and then I talk about glasses and yeah. I think we should just go back in time I think we should stop moving forward fuck moving forward because everything just seems to get worse and climate change is going to kill us all I think we should just go backwards in time and just go back to the 90s like I need I, I could probably use less tv I probably don't need to be watching as much tv I probably should be on my computer less than what I'm on now um the other hot take I wanted yeah. to say yeah, um Doja Cat. I don't know if you listen to Doja Cat. She slaps. Really? She rocks. So my brother actually got me into Doja Cat. Okay. I kind of knew some of her stuff from TikTok, but like my brother, yeah, yeah. my brother was like, "No, dude, she like she's good. You should listen to her." Well, and and nice. pretty and pretty much basically, uh, yeah. Doja Cat rocks. You should uh, all listen to Doja Cat. That's. I think that's a hot take. I think Say So is way overplayed. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. That, that song is good. I've heard that song way too much. It, I just, yeah, because, well, because TikTok ruins everything now. Because well, like, once it's it, big on TikTok... That's the it's point, good. though, is that Doja Cat got ruined because that's her most popular song, and it gets played every time you, you go on TikTok. But Kiss Me More, that, that song rocks. Okay. You know, I, okay, I, I will say, uh, the song with The Weeknd, I think you was... Uh, what's it called? um you was right uh, maybe? i should i should know this but i don't know this option. yeah i, I should you, you was right you uh, was, uh, yeah something like that um anyways yeah that i like that song that's a good song i don't disagree with you there you right that's the song yeah that one's good too i like that one that's a good song. um but you know that's doja my uh, my other uh biggie music hot take doja cat rocks and olivia rodrigo is just 15 two years 15 years too late to the punk scene okay honestly i don't mind those those are okay takes uh, I'm trying to think if there's also, you know, TV wiser. Oh, I know what uh, I wanted to mention. Uh, I saw uh, the uh, the documentary I wanted to mention too. That was good. Uh, mm -hmm. Would you be my friend, the Mr. Rogers? Did you watch Mr. Rogers? Is there uh, Mr. Rogers in Canada, Scott? Mm, no. Uh, it, Mr. Rogers was uh, uh, PBS. I watched him as a kid. American, right? I think that's yes. American. Yeah. I watched his documentary. They did it like a, after he died, a, the documentary on his career and such. Uh, really cool, dude. Really fascinating. Uh, highly recommend uh, going to check that out. There you go. Uh, I will say Brooklyn Nine-Nine season eight, the final season of the, the, uh, the sitcom, police procedural sitcom. Yeah, we, we, we all know Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Everyone, Everyone knows, knows Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Season yes. eight comes out thursday august 12th i believe yeah is it on net well it's on netflix but is it just shown on netflix or is it on oh. uh like fox or nbc nbc it it's used on... to be on fox and now it's on nbc is how that that's works. correct yeah there is a change yeah. um yeah so anyways yeah it's on nbc um and it's on netflix as well thursday august 12th it gets released um i'm fired up for it i love the show it's one of my favorites of all time so um yeah we'll see what happens season eight it's gonna be a good one uh, any other um, mailbag? That's all I got for entertainment music wise this week. Any other uh, mailbag questions? Nothing mailbag wise. Uh, I do want to plug a few things though. Yeah, go ahead. You can plug some stuff here uh, while you got the time. So this year, this is a weird year. I've had a really weird work schedule all year, but part of that's because uh, starting this weekend, I'm going to be working with the Whistler Super Camps. Uh, it's hockey camps based out of Whistler, British Columbia. Um, they're, they're at Meadow, uh, Meadow Sports? Meadow, yeah, Meadow, Meadow Park, yeah. Meadow Park Sports uh, Center, um, yeah, based based out of Meadow Park, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna be working with some really great coaches, uh, some coaches that I know from obviously from Squamish and the Sea Sky, but 
Um, a few other guys as well. Um, Kyvo Hockey, Sully's Hockey, Pavel Barber, who I'm sure many of you will recognize. Um, I got the chance to work with him this weekend um, and other many, many great guest coaches and um, going to work with some really cool guys. And um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, but there are still some spots available for the August 20th to 22nd camp. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're of age, go check it out, go see if you can. And if not, I'm sure with six super camps, it's been very successful so far. Um, you'll be able to register next year and hopefully get into it next year if it runs. And um, yeah, I'm just look, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great opportunity for me and kind of a way to kickstart my career-ish in a way. So it's, yeah, it's, I'm really looking forward to it. It's been a waiting game all summer, but it's going to be good to start it now. Uh, feel free to plug anything on social if you need to, by the way. Um, yeah, YouTube just follow channels. Yeah, follow Whistler Supercamps at Whistler Supercamps on Instagram. Um, they have Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, hey, Barber. He, he's obviously a good follow there. Some, if you like some, some good stick-handling moves and some really good clips of breaking down kind of just how some certain plays are done and what players do to separate themselves from from being good to the best, then that's a good, good, uh, good page to follow. But yeah, I'll have more details in upcoming podcasts and when I get actually get going in the camps, but I'm just uh, kind of promoting it now. It's going to be a fun couple weekends here, so should be good. Nice. Uh, I don't have a whole lot I need to plug. Um, pretty much so, yeah, we did the uh, WLA uh, Future Stars uh, event this past weekend at Coquitlam, so pretty much go follow WLA, WLA Lacrosse on Instagram. Uh, basically I ran that for this past weekend and that was really cool. Um, pretty much for SYP content this week. So we got one pod coming out with our buddy, uh, Jevin LaFabe, him and I are going to be doing NFL win total predictions for this upcoming season. That pod's going to be dropping on Thursday. Uh, we have another pod with our special guest, uh, Matthew Mosquita in person, which we'll be recording Sunday night. That's going to drop Sunday night. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, I got two more blogs I'm working on this week. Uh, I'm talking about Williams Racing F1. Scott, you're going to be all over that. Uh, three drivers that Williams Racing should look into next season. That's one go. of my blogs. And then also uh, I have a AFC North. That was the one. AFC North NFL uh, division preview coming out. My NFC North uh, preview will drop. Uh, when the podcast comes out. So essentially you can check out the NFC North uh, as I'm talking right now. And then you can check out the AFC North later on this week. Uh, and I should have one YouTube video coming on the channel this week. I should have one at least. Right on. Uh, stuff. Anything else you want to plug or promote before we head out here do an intro? Outro. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, be sure if you're watching on YouTube to like the video. Be sure to subscribe to the channel if you uh, enjoy the stuff. We do a lot of stuff. We put a lot of stuff on here. A lot yeah. of time and energy put into this channel. So a sub would go a long way. Go check out Saturday Selections while you're at it. Um, go, I, run, you, I run those. You're going to be doing those. Uh, are you still going to be doing it on the 21st? Uh, oh. I can, yeah, I can do them on the top. Uh, no, I just if it's inconvenient for you if you're busy that no, week. No, 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 I'll do it, yeah, I'll do it, okay. of course. All right, uh, also go check out Selections, which uh, Scott does. Scott does really well. 
Uh, and then I think the other thing I, I should mention is that I will actually have a fall schedule for SYP. Uh, cool. Some of the events that I'm covering and places I will be, maybe the United States of America, I will be in one month from now, possibly, if we can make it happen. Uh, so pretty much I'll have that coming out as well. A lot of stuff coming your way from SYP, from, from, the, from the, the fine people that speak your piece. A lot of stuff on the way. Uh, thank you thank you very much for watching thank you very much for listening scott i'll let you have the final word um oh, wow that's a huge honor out of nowhere just threw that out of nowhere go, go ducks uh pj tour playoffs or fedex cup playoffs start next week with the with my bro the unvaccinated bryson DeChambeau. yeah he's one of the guys uh shout out abraham answer for winning the mm. fedex dude this week uh first win on tour uh Guy from Mexico, for one of only four Mexican winners on tour ever. So good for answer. He had a great shot on 18 in the second playoff hole. Put a dart right in there. And yeah, it was awesome. Fun to see it. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys, again, for, for listening. We'll be back again soon. Peace out.